Hello, hello, welcome back to Take 5 with the Boss. Ring is almost here, and today I have one of my very, very special guests and one of my very good friends, Andrew Miller. Hello. <laughs> you there? <laughs> I'm All here. right, okay. He's a retired police officer of 30 years, good friend of mine. I had actually had his retirement party right here at the, the Royal Barbershop in the Speakeasy. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. I've been waiting to do this for a little while. A good friend of mine. Like I said, we sit here every day and we have coffee and figure out the world's problems and talk about sports and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we have a good time. All right, Andrew, let's, let's start way back when you first started as a police officer. What was going through your mind like the first day you started? You remember back then? <laughs> yeah, it's been a few years. You know, you uh, make your applications to the Atlantic Police Academy on Prince Edward Island, got accepted, and actually two other friends that I knew were going, so we traveled together. January 1990, not much to do in PEI in the middle of winter, but uh, nine months at the police academy, graduate, start applying for work. All right. Okay. So went to uh, the town of Grand Bay, border St. John, that's where I started. Um, just a small outfit with four of us. That includes the chief. After about five and a half years there, I uh, had an opportunity to come here to Fredericton and the rest is history. Did almost so 25 years here. So Wow. That's cool. So what was it like in, in Grand Bay, the five years? It's a small little town, right? Small, yeah. It's a border, or uh, not border, but a bedroom community to St. John. So okay. it's uh, very low-key, not a lot going on as far as you know, major serious crime. You have the odd break and enter, mm -hmm. stuff like this. Cat stuck in the tree, stuff like that. Yeah, that's about that it. That sounds a lot like of, a lot of speed and tickets issued, yeah. motor vehicle offenses, just that's about all there is to do. So You always tell me the story about the speeding tickets. That as long as you're nice, when you pull up, it won't be a problem. Well, you know what? And that's, I mean, sometimes you just have to do your job. Right. But a lot of times is... You know, your attitude when the officer walks up to the window. You know, if you're nice and polite and cooperative, and you know, they might be able to write you a warning or something, but... Your I, attitude determines it, attitude right? Attitude determines, okay. right? I walked up as a cadet to a couple of women. I did my training in Newcastle. It was just Newcastle PD then. And, for, you know, I was had all of my head to intentions to give this girl a, a warning for not wearing her seatbelt on the passenger side. And walking up to the driver and just with the miserable attitude of would you stop me for kind of thing <laughs> i said okay well she wasn't wearing a seat belt and, and their attitude the way they went on and on and on that yeah <laughs> there you go remember that everybody oh yeah yeah i yeah. mean and just again nice. like i said there's sometimes you just have to do your job i mean right. if you're going excessively fast or in a school zone or yeah blow red light at a major intersection or something you know there's yeah there's no forgiving you got to do what you got to do yeah I it's your you. job, right? So Right, right. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, so yeah. you moved to Fredericton the fast four or five years. and Came to Fredericton. Yeah. Uh, what was the crime like at that time? Was it? Well, it would be yeah. like going from Fredericton to maybe Toronto or something. Oh, okay. You know, from Grand Bay to Fredericton. It That's was, a big deal. You know, about 100 members. You know, there's robberies. And obviously we've had homicides here and everything else, just mm -hmm. like we do in the big cities. Right, right. Just not as much of it because of the population size but yeah there's a lot going on up here married my girlfriend at the time i guess wife 
We have a son and a daughter. You're planning a, planning a wedding next year, too. And life was good, yeah. yeah. And so now my daughter, who's getting married next year, the 2024, uh, she's out in Alberta, coaches volleyball. My son's in Ottawa. And, um, yeah, she's getting married next year. That's cool. Here, so. And, and I got the uh, royal DJ to do the That's event. right. I'll be DJing the wedding. That'll be yeah. a lot of fun. That's right. <laughs> That'll be good. So, be yeah, good. come up here for just uh, a hair shy of 25 years, over 30 years total. And that was about enough, I guess. So Yeah. And on your last day. My last day was a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, where... I know I didn't really want it, but you did it anyway. It was my, my retirement party here at the Royal Barber <laughs> yeah, Shop. I did. Was, we had a lot of fun. You, you know what? I was very impressed. I was very happy, and I thank you yep. for that. Yep. It's um, It was a good turnout, more it people was. than I expected, especially for a last-minute thing. Right. It was last minute. You and, told me on a Wednesday, oh, I'm retiring on Saturday, so you know, yeah. if you want to do something, now's your time. I'm like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I need a couple days. Yeah. And that's all you gave me is a couple right. days. <laughs> But and it was good. I took you for the ride along. Your oh, that's first, right. Yeah, first ride along, first and on last Saturday. Yeah, it was a lot or of not. fun. We had a couple of stops. Yeah, yeah, we. You know, it wasn't a crazy day, but it was a couple of little things we went to and yeah. showed you around. And it was enough for me to know that I don't want to be a police officer. That was enough. <laughs> One day ride along, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I can get a lot worse than that. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. But uh, 30 year career, you know, there's a lot of firsts in there. And I'm sure this goes for everybody in the world today, if not officers. You know, you work a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through that. How was that actually working through the pandemic? Was it? it I'm sure it had its own set of challenges and, and everything. But yeah, well, it was kind of started off slow. You know, I mean, it was uh, the wearing of the masks and stuff like this. But just after I retired is when everything closed down. Okay, no, I'm sorry, that's not correct. We were working from home. Okay. I was in a station job at that time. Okay. So I wasn't on the street, you know, and, and you'd work from home sometimes, and then you'd go into the office. And I guess it was I retired, and then they mandated everybody get vaccinated and stuff. And mm-hmm. of course, I was out of there then. So it was very chaotic and very hectic. A lot of not really sure what we should be doing, when we should be doing it, or where. You know, you're getting a lot of calls from people in the stores not wearing masks when they're supposed to be hmm. so yeah so it was uh that must have been something was, that's a whole new area of policing that no one was ready for i mean think about that well yeah no one was right i yeah. mean gee whiz you think of when they closed everything down that's right yeah. nothing was open not nothing. even the tim hortons that's right you know it was uh pretty dark days for not just canada but the world the world you know? it was yeah. something something that we'll never forget for sure yeah. Yeah, but, and then uh, two of our officers, Rob Costello and Sarah Burns, were murdered on a Friday. Yep, yep. be five years this August. Yep. Which was something I never would have expected or dreamed of, especially here in the Maritimes, yep. to and, go through something like that. Yeah, it was something I knew Sarah um, re- really well. I, I know do. you know yep. Sarah Burns yep. Yep. and her family. I do, um, I do. And, of course, there was two other people murdered as well. Yep. And our officers responded to shots fired, which would have been uh, the other two people, civilians. And when they stepped out of the police car, they were, I guess you could say, picked off. Yep. So that was a very, very 
dark day yep. in uh, Fredericton police history and and everybody that was working. I was there. I got there about 20 minutes after the fact. It's all right. I didn't know um, that. So, yeah. So in... Uh, you, have a, you have a project that you're putting together for that incident, right? It's a, well, it was... I started right after exploring... Because in Ontario, in these places, they name a lot of bridges and overpasses after uh, fallen officers. And I thought, what a great opportunity to get our downtown bridge, known as the Westmoreland Street Bridge, which is not really named after anybody or anything other than the fact it's on Westmoreland Street. Right. So I thought, why can't we get it named the Costello Burns Memorial Bridge? Right, exactly. So I'm working on that right now as we speak. There's a certain criteria the province needs that's, you know, to get it approved or not. So I'm in the middle of that. And uh, once I submit that package, it's kind of a wait and see. And you're collecting signatures right now, right? There's a petition, yep. They only require 100. And I've got just over 60. I don't foresee it being an issue. No, not at all. No one has ever, you know, they ask, what's this about? And you explain it to them and they're... 100% 100% in favor of it. There's, there's never been anybody that said, oh, I don't think so, or maybe not. You know, some people from the province haven't just because they figured it would be a conflict of interest mm-hmm. where they work for transportation. And that's fine. I understand that. So right. we don't want any controversy that way or anything. So I understand yeah. that totally. Yeah. Sure. I'm yeah. sure you'll, you'll see it through. And it sounds like a great idea. I'm all for it. I'll do everything I can to help you out there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it should be. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I'm partial. I guess I say it's a no-brainer, but we'll see. Let's see, see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool. So lighter note. So you're a hockey. You were a hockey player growing up. Yeah, that was my sport. I guess was hockey. Yeah. Being uh, Canadian and all. Yeah. You know, I played a little golf and some softball and stuff like this. Nothing. Nothing too major, or serious or anything. Just. Just all around, just a good guy. Well, police officer, hockey player. I like you know? to think so. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the people that I grew up with might not agree, but you know. <laughs> Some of the people you pulled over, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's good. Yeah. That's good. I, I'm happy when you come yeah. in the shop almost uh, every day or every other day, and we sit here and we yeah. talk about the world's problems and drink yeah. coffee, like I said, and we have a good time. We're going to yeah, talk about sports. Sports, college football. College football is your favorite. My yeah. big thing now. and Yep. You're a Bama guy. Roll Tide. Yeah. Roll Tide, yeah. I'm kind of swaying that way. I'm a Tennessee guy, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, at least you're in the SEC. So. I'm in the SEC, yes, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's in my blood, for sure. Yeah. No, I uh, college football, U.S. college football, uh, NASCAR for a while. Actually, back in the day, drag racing. Friends of mine from down home were into big into drag racing, and I sort of followed that for a while and got into the – NASCAR for a bit. And you won. should have been a NASCAR driver the way you drive. Like, if there's anywhere I want to go around the province or, or to the airport, I always call Andrew, and, I'm, and he's always there for me. <laughs> like, I'm going out of town a couple of weeks, and we're going to down to Bangor. I yeah. know I'll be there on time. Yeah. Tell you, he's, he's a good driver. Yeah, my first college game is Boston College just because of geography. It's close. Okay. And yeah. you can see the games, the big teams, Miami, NC State, and all these guys. Mm-hmm. So my daughter came with me. We went to see Florida State. Uh, her being a volleyball coach, we went to the women's volleyball game, and the coach at that time actually coached or was from New Brunswick. 
So she went and sat down, met with him, and talked for a bit. And uh, I'll tell you, I was blown away by that college ball when you sit behind the bench and you start to realize, looking at them in person, how small some of these guys are. Because really, university or college, you're they're kids, eighteen. Yeah, they're right? kids. Yeah. And they're walking. And I thought, oh my! Like I just and the stuff they're doing out in that field is just unbelievable. Some of them very talented. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it really. That was the ceiling. It blew you away. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I hear you talk about one of the things that you want to do on your bucket list is you want to drive across the U.S. I would love to do, I mean, I've been down to Florida when I used to go to NASCAR races and just drive down the eastern seaboard. So I've been up and down there, I don't know how many times, but I've always wanted to do the deep south, you know, Obviously, I'd love to do a bucket list through Alabama for sure. <laughs> Maybe check out a game during football <laughs> exactly. season. Exactly, Tuscaloosa or all the small dirt Talladega roads. Talladega race, or yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then continue across. You know, um, I've been to L.A. I like to travel, um, so I've been to L.A. This is a guy who goes to Compton by himself. <laughs> yep. gets off the plane. Yep. And walks in and kind of does a ride along. Tell us about that I, a little bit. That's a funny story. I had just broken up with the girl I was with, and <laughs> I was alone and had a couple extra bucks. So and I always wanted to see L.A., Hollywood, Beverly Hills, you know, where all the movies are from and, and, and shows and music yep. and stuff. Yep. So I said, I'm going to go. So I booked a flight, flew out, went down, rented a car. Nothing was pre-planned or pre-booked. And... Uh, Rent my little Mustang convertible and found a hotel on Santa Monica Boulevard. And, you know, while cool. I was there, I was driving around. It was, I don't know, 10, 12 degrees. It was February, but it was plus 12. I'm driving around with the top down, and everybody's looking at me like I'm <laughs> crazy because it's. He must be Canadian. There, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I did the whole, you know, Beverly Hills and Sunset Boulevard and all that. And Andrew decides he wants to check out this place called Compton. So here's little white boy Andrew in his Mustang convertible <laughs> driving down through Compton. Pulled into a store and asked where the, because I usually visit the police stations, obviously, where their headquarters was, and I don't think they quite understood me, but I found the place and went in and met a bunch of people and very nice, and the sergeant, she took me out for a, a little ride along for that afternoon. I don't know, I might have been with her three or four hours, and the entire time she just could not, to this day, could not believe that I drove down there by myself. <laughs> I still can't believe it. That's she, she says the white population was 0.03% or something in Compton, yeah. and she was just beside herself. You know, it's all in how you carry yourself. That's wow. a, you can go anywhere in the world. I mean, it was daytime, yeah. so that was a bonus, but, you know. I want to take you to Bangkok. That's where I want to go. See if we can walk around like that over oh, there. Bangkok, <laughs> I... A lot on the bucket list, the Maldive yeah. Islands, uh, Bangkok, uh, Southeast Asia, Yeah, you know, you name it. That's I'd good. love to. But Travel. Got to have the money for that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so you also do uh, you do some volunteering around around the city during the holidays a little bit, too. Yeah. A very good friend of mine, uh, Josh Paul, who you're familiar with, um, just yep. had a baby. Just had a baby. Congratulations, uh, guys. Congratulations, Josh. <laughs> little Hudson. He does a lot of a uh, lot of charity work. the The man's got a big heart, hundred percent. So he does turkey dinners uh, for some of the schools at Christmas and Thanksgiving. So I gave him a hand 
this year, or I guess last year, you know, packaging up the, because you put a bunch of bags together and then you put a, a, a thing of stuffing in there and a, a juice and goodie bag. Yeah. yeah there, cool. There's enough for a turkey dinner for three or four people, I guess. That's really cool, man. So going around and then giving them out to uh, some of the families from the different schools around town. So that is very uh, fulfilling. and uh, Of course, yeah. You know, That's good. it's uh, good to do those things, right? Help others. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right, Andrew. I don't want to keep you. I don't want to hold too much of your time, but I just wanted to introduce you to everyone. All my 30,000-plus listeners growing every day from multiple countries all over the world. I really appreciate you. Yeah. And uh, just wanted to stop by and just chat with you, let people know kind of what I do every day, every day here at the shop. Well, you know what? I know you've got a, a big heart yourself. I've seen it. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, you know, with giving uh, opportunities for employment for people, and yep. I've seen it, and I can attest to it. So. I know, man. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be, uh, we'll be talking again soon. We'll, we'll catch up on the uh, bridge project and yeah, if, yeah get, get some people knowing about that, and, and I'm sure it'll all go fine. I, I, I hope it does. I mean, I realize there's two other people that were murdered that day. And, mm-hmm. yep. you know, my heart goes out to them. And, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, when you have a couple of people that every day put their life on the line for not just the city of Fredericton citizens, but I say people from around the world, when you consider the students that come to Fredericton and uh, tourists and stuff like this that, that was their job to keep the city safe for them, and right. And uh, Rob did it for quite a few years. Sarah had a few years in herself, and yep. a mother of three. Rob, a father of two. Yeah, it's uh, if people could only have known them on a personal level, like you know, like I did, mm-hmm. uh, not just a professional. It would, uh, it makes that much tougher. Yeah, it really does. Yep. You actually got to know them. Right. And their backstory. So, all right, Mr. Miller, we're gonna we're gonna head out here. We gotta do some things, but I really appreciate you coming. You know, and I'll probably see you in the shop tomorrow having coffee, and we we'll talk about all this stuff <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all well, right, I'm never that far away. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you.